Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's episode is what to do about overdeveloped muscles. What to do about overdeveloped muscles. And what I really mean by that is what to do about muscles that are overly activating. And there's some specific ones that I get questions about all the time. And so I'll talk a little bit about the upper trapezius and the latissimus dorsi, otherwise known as the traps and the lats. So the upper trapezius, the trapezius is a muscle that has three parts to it. It has the upper part, which is often maligned, um, and that runs from the base of your skull out to the shoulders and to the tops of the shoulder blades. And so it forms, if you if you imagine a trapezoid kind of, kind of almost like a diamond shape, this would be the top end. And then you have the middle trapezius, which run more between the shoulder blades, like in their middle part. And then the lower trapezius, which is lower on the lower part of the scapula into the, into the spine. And so they have different functions to them. And the upper trapezius is really known to be kind of an area that a lot of people blame for tension and tightness and being overdeveloped or but I like to often think of it as over activated. And I will say I'm not even actually sure for that it's always overactivated or overdeveloped um, because there are some underlying muscles that might actually in fact be doing more of the activity than the upper trapezius specifically a muscle called the levator scapulae. So first of all, what does the upper trapezius do? Without getting too anatomy geeky, you can still imagine this, whether you really want to know about anatomy or not. The upper trapezius 
is an upward rotator of the scapula. That's a huge job it has. And so upward rotation of the scapula is happening when the arm is going from, um, if you were reaching forward, like just straight out on the horizontal line, and then you were lifting up overhead from that place of like horizontal line and up overhead. So maybe reaching up like as if you were about to touch the ceiling, that range of motion, the first part of it is initiated by the upper trapezius. And that part is the combination of the arm bone, the humerus, where it meets the scapula, where that that togetherness and that the back of the scapula on the, the rib cage is moving collaboratively, and that's known as scapula humeral rhythm. And so that first um, amount of degrees, 20 to 30 degrees of the scapula movement is happening because of the upper trapezius. That is meant to happen. And so I often say, don't tell people to bring their shoulders away from their ears when their arm is up overhead because the scapula does need to be able to upperly rotate and lift. And the upper trapezius is, is responsible for doing that. Now, the, the, the second part of the, the, the motion overhead is, happens at the serratus. Uh, the serratus anterior is responsible for protracting the scapula and helping the upper rotation through that protraction. And then the lower trapezius is helping to continue that upward upward rotation by holding the scapula onto the ribs. So there's three muscles that are responsible for that last 90 degrees of motion. The upper trapezius, if it's overdeveloped or overly activated, it is often due to the weakness of of the serratus anterior and the lower trapezius below it. But specifically serratus is what I've seen a lot. So what do you do about that kind of that that issue when you feel like upper trapezius is overactivating because of the serratus? Well, first of all, you learn how to activate the serratus. Now, one way to activate it is to come up to a wall, facing the wall, and being a little bit away from the wall, and then bring your arms up on the wall, and the, and you can have the hands on the wall or you can have your thumbs facing upward. So you can rotate that into external rotation. And then bringing the arms a little bit, you know, they're probably, they're not straight out in front of you, but they're up in a V. And then lightly um, sliding the scapula up more, meaning the arm is going to slide up the wall. And you're pressing a little bit into the wall as you're doing this. So this action will help the serratus kick in. And it really will help because when you get your arm up at that level, you've gotten your upper trapezius kind of turned on. Your levator scapula is dialed down. So levator, remember I said, sometimes over does some of the work the upper trapezius should be doing. And then you're also getting that press into the wall to, to stimulate the serratus anterior, which is helping in that degree. So this is one way to get some of the tension out of your upper trapezius is to actually bring some um, tension to it by letting it work in the range it's supposed to and then employ the serratus. So again, if you're feeling a lot of tension in your upper trapezius because you feel like it's overly working, try this exercise because that'll help to get the serratus active. There's other ways of working the serratus. 
um, you can get the yourself in a quadruped position where your hands are, your wrists are under your shoulders and your knees are under your hips. And then to get this, get that feeling of serratus moving more or working more, walk your hands forward a little bit so they're not directly under your shoulders. And in that position, attempt to press the floor away like you were doing to the wall and see if you can, uh, so you're getting your position, uh, you're getting the serratus on the back ribs working, but you're biasing them to work. So the hand, you can also do like kind of what I call serratus puffs, where you're protracting the serratus with the hands under the shoulders in quadruped. But if you want to work it in a functional way in this position that would be more upwardly rotated, you would walk the hands farther out from, from being underneath the wrist. So that's one way, again, getting the serratus stronger and getting it working in its function of upper rotation to dial down these overly active upper traps. Um, those, those are two ways to do it, on the wall and in quadruped with the hands a little bit far um, forward. Uh, the other area that can be overly developed is the latissimus dorsi. The latissimus is this very large muscle that spans from your pelvis up and crosses over the scapula and goes out into the outer shoulders. It's otherwise known as the lats. And the lats can be really kind of tight, for lack of a better word, and feel overdeveloped. For people that are pitched forward a lot and anterior tilt, that area is getting tightened. And they can be overly recruited as well, just because they're so ready to fire because if you're pitched forward an anterior tilt, it already shortens them and kind of readies them to fire. They are, again, a superficial muscle that is a, that means they're big mover muscles. They can try and also do some of the, the job of the serratus or just because serratus isn't firing well, the lats can try and come in. And you'll see this when people bring their arms overhead but start to rotate the shoulders inward because the lats are trying to um, turn on. So the lats are adductors and also internal rotators of the shoulder. So that, that action of seeing the shoulders roll, when people roll in with their shoulders, their lats are probably trying, they're overly firing. Um, they also could be just super tight in the lats and that, that rolls them in. So those are two possibilities. But for either one of these, for the lats and the upper traps, there's a couple of things that I do in many of my classes that I find help a lot with the kind of release of the move motor pattern. So help you develop better, better and newer motor patterns, but also help release the tissue that gets uh, in, more constricted when they're overly active or overly fine. And one of them is a shoulder shrug. So shoulder shrugs, there's two ways to do them. One for kind of loosening or mobilizing the tissue is just like I do it in a low lunge. If you're in a low lunge, but you can do this if you're sitting at your desk. I don't know if you can really do it if you're driving, but you just lift one head of the humerus up. So the ball of the humerus, you just lift it up and then bring it back and then bring it down. And you would do that one at a time. So I would do my right side and then I would do my left side and I would do my right and my left. And as you're doing it, Feel the shoulder moving, but also get a sense of the 
scapula moving a little bit. So I do this a lot in my classes and people love it because it, it what it's doing is it's just, it's doing a f- couple of things. It's training that upper trapezius to not just grab and hold, but to kind of lift and then release, lift and release. It's helping the scapula elevate, but it's also releasing some of the actual myofascia tissue around there as well. So it feels really lovely. Sometimes when you're doing it, you'll feel get it, get these rice crispy type crackling or something because that's just like the fascia has gotten a little bit more dried up from being stuck, so to speak. Um, the other way of doing some of that shrugging is on your hands. So we did it when I was explaining about the upper trapezius on the wall, when you had the hands in forward on the wall, but then slid up a little bit. So they're higher than 90 degrees. You can practice shrugging there. So that, that shrugging of the scapula up and down, it's upperly rotating and it's helping it figuring out how to activate it but it's also helping to not activate the latissimus as much. You can do this in down dog as well. It's a great position to do it because it's putting the lats more on length. And then when you're in down dog, think about pushing the floor away and shrugging the scapula up by the ears and then releasing down and doing that over and over again, helping you retrain some of these movement patterns and shrugging in weight bearing is incredibly helpful because you're getting more feedback from the uh, ground, from that ground reaction force that happens. So those are the two ways that I would really work on this kind of overstimulation, overdevelopment, overactivity of muscles that can lead to some trigger point discomfort, can lead to the feeling of just like congestion in the muscles, and then ultimately can lead to uh, suboptimal movement patterning, right? So bringing the arms up over your head, working the upper traps, but then not trying to compensate for weak um, serratus by working the traps more. I briefly mentioned the levator scapula because it's a smaller muscle, but it also is responsible for elevating the scapula. And that is um, sometimes more um, irritated than the upper trapezius because it's such a smaller muscle and yet it's trying to do this big job of elevating the scapula when the, the, the upper trapezius is not appropriately firing. So you have to kind of tease out which one is actually overactive and which one is not. Um, and you can do that by simply learning better movement patterns. So you can figure you can figure it out by actually re-firing completely, just pr- firing by practicing these other movement patterns. The ones you want to do just in review is the rolling one shoulder at a time. So those kind of shoulder rolls. You want to um, stand by facing the wall, putting the hands on the wall above your head and the thumbs can be turned up with the pinkies on the wall or the hands can be on the wall, but slide the scapula up as you push into the wall. So you're getting the recruitment of the serratus in this activity. You can also do this on all fours with your hands under your shoulders and then walk the hands away. So you're already getting them in a little bit of upward rotation and then press the floor away and do a protracted action as well with the serratus to get that firing. You can lift right into down dog from that position and practice the shoulder shrugging while in down dog to feel the gliding of the 
scapula on the back and feeling the upward rotation and not getting the lats to kick in as much, but getting them lengthened in that position. So I hope this was helpful for you. I get a lot of questions on those two muscle groups in particular. And let me know if you have any questions about it, but try those exercises, try those drills out and let me know how it feels. As always, share this with friends, especially anyone who has been complaining about neck, shoulder tightness and you know, share and rate review and do all that good stuff so we can get to keep this podcast up and going and send me any topics you would like me to cover. Thank you. And as always, I'm pulling for you and sending you lots of hugs.